Okay, so not counting the little episode I uploaded for the newsletter about realistic gratitude, we've spent the last three podcasts talking about what they are calling main character syndrome on the internet. It is essentially the idea that you are the main character in a story and that everyone around you are essentially side characters because you're the most important person on the planet. So the first one, we talked about how I consider myself a main character in recovery. We talked about how to identify the main character. We looked at why being the main character is a problem. I hope I've done a good job establishing the idea that being the main character is not desirable. It's not something you want. It's going to bring trouble into your life. So today we are going to talk about a few ways that you can stop being the main character. Like how do you become a main character in recovery? If you've listened to this podcast more than a few times, if you follow my blog, if you follow me on Instagram, if you're on my newsletter, my first suggestion is not going to surprise you because I'm going to encourage you to learn to meditate. When we meditate, we learn to observe the mind. We learn to observe our thoughts. We learn to observe our emotions and we see how quickly these things come and go. We see how the mind is always throwing out random ideas and reflecting reality back to us and judging things and condemning things and opinionating and it becomes a lot harder to take it seriously. We see how our emotions come and go very, very quickly, especially if we don't feed them. You know, the strongest emotion you have goes away pretty quickly if you don't feed it with thoughts. And as we watch these things come and go so quickly, we have to ask ourselves, oh my God, what makes me think I'm such a big deal? What makes me think that this world that I live in is that amazing? And as we start to recognize that everything in our mind is stored, that our mind is storying our existence, that our mind is narrating it to us, we really have to ask ourselves, what makes me so special? What makes me the main character? And that naturally just starts to chip away at this idea that we are the most important thing on the planet. When you really start to notice the difference between experiencing your life and your mind telling you about your experience of your life, it changes everything. It removes that narrative quality. And it's that narrative quality that creates this main character syndrome because we think that all these events are linked and that they're adding up to some great big epic story with a finale and all that stuff. And you realize that, oh my gosh, it's not. Life is this series of events. I, I experience them. My mind gives them meaning. And that's it. But they don't have that meaning in and of themselves. The mind is assigning it all the time. So learning to watch the mind really strips away that meaning. And when you strip away that meaning, the whole main character thing starts to go out the window. I think the other thing that happens with meditation is just as you recognize these things, you just start to recognize that this ego thing that we're so tied up in, that we're so just invested in, isn't as solid or as stable as we think it is. And it's a lot harder to build a story around that. It's a lot harder to build an epic narrative when you can't even quite figure out what you're talking about when you say I or me. And over time, you start to become less inclined to talk about I, me, and mine. And that is that, that starts to free you from this idea of a big narrative. The second thing you can do to start to escape the idea that you are the main character is to put yourself in other people's shoes and to recognize that they have fully fleshed out, enjoyable lives with hopes and dreams and all the things that you have. You know, for the longest time, I thought I was too hard on myself, but the more I look at it, I don't think I'm hard on myself. I think that I'm honest about who I am. I think that I'm honest about who I used to be. And you know, every once in a while, I'll get the, the odd email or message on social media from somebody who used to know me who say, you know, you weren't that bad. And to some extent, they're right. I, I was not malicious. I was never ill-intentioned. But my self-absorption, my focus on self, 
kept me from even considering how other people might feel about the things that I did. So, you know, one example I think of is, you know, I would, when I would break up with a girlfriend, I would do it like really quickly, uh, just, Hey, this isn't working for me. I'm out type thing. And I know I heard some people doing that. I've, I've heard from people since then that the way I did it was not okay. And I get it. I agree with them. They're right. But the problem wasn't that I was malicious. I wasn't trying to break their heart or be all cool and casual. It's just that in my head, I was like, oh, I'm done with this or I'm over this or this is not working. And so, of course, the other person feels the same way because I am the end all be all of the universe. So, of course, they feel the same way I do. And so, you know, I would I would abandon relationships. So I would leave places, you know, that I'd been visiting or I was moving away and I wouldn't say bye, not because. I was malicious or anything, but just because it didn't occur to me because I was so self-absorbed that it didn't even occur to me that this might hurt other people or, or land on them the wrong way. And so I think that starting to recognize how other people felt, starting to recognize that other people had all these feelings and all these ideas and all these things that I had really chipped away at the idea of the main character. You can't have 7 billion main characters running around. And so when you really start to recognize and acknowledge that everybody else is at least as important as you are, at least as a fully developed character as you are, it starts to change how you recognize that. And so put yourself in other people's shoes, learn about the other people in your life. They're not side characters. They're not secondary characters. They're not the, you know, the best friend sidekick from some shitty movie. They're real people. And the more you start to lean into that and just learn about their world, the more that it starts to chip away at the idea that you're the most important. And then the last thing I think that we can all do to really escape the idea of being the main character is to really dive into and embrace and accept the fact that we're going to die. You know, these last few years have been weird as far as death goes. You know, I'm getting older. I'm 44 now. So I know that more people are going to start dying. But since around 2018, I've been really hit with some unexpected deaths, the deaths you don't really see coming. Uh, you know, a lot of people from the generation that raised me have passed away. And when I see the people who raised me, like I grew up in a small town in the mountains. And so I had these adults who invested in me and went out of their way to like take care of me and be part of my life and know about me. And I've had a few clients pass away over the past three or four years. I lost one of my just favorite people that I've known in my whole life. And then he recently lost uh, somebody who was just larger than life. Like, like this dude had survived so many things in his life. Uh, he just seemed unkillable, like he wasn't going to die. And, you know, and all these things, like all these people are like fully fleshed out characters in my story. They're, they're very real people to me. But you know what? These people who seemed larger than life because they were part of my childhood, my friend who was just one of the kindest, sweetest people I've ever met, and the guy who was larger than life, like they all died. They all died just like everybody else. And the same thing will happen to me and the same thing will happen to you. You know, I read a lot of history. I really enjoy it. And it's unavoidable to encounter death when you read history and to realize how many people have come and gone in this world. You know, some estimates put it around 47 billion. So you're one of 47 billion. Let's say that they're, let's say that they're off by a massive amount and you're one in 20 billion. That's still a really, really insignificant number, one in 20 billion. Recognizing that I'm going to die and that it's not going to be special, 
that is not going to be epic, that like, you know, it's not going to go slow-mo and music's going to play. You know, I'm not going to die like protecting children from a gunman. I'm not going to die flying up and knocking an asteroid out of the sky. Whatever dumbass thing my mind tells me about how I'm going to die is not going to happen. It's probably not going to be epic. It's probably going to be very insignificant and uh, probably not a lot of dignity from the way most people die. You know, it'll probably be, uh, I'll slip in the shower or I'll die in a car wreck or I'll get cancer or I'll die of old age, you know, uh, which, which brings its own set of just terrible things. None of that's meant to be morbid or sad. It's just that's the way life works. There's something super sacred about being ordinary. And when you're busy trying to be the main character, you miss this sacredness. You miss, you miss the amazingness of being you, of being the only you that can exist on this planet and all of history. It's awesome. Really understanding that you're going to die someday chips away at the main character thing more than anything else because... You know, main characters don't really die unless it's some epic, huge, amazing thing that happens as part of the narrative. You know, Harry Potter doesn't hop on his broom to run to the store to get some milk and die that way. Yeah, that's not the way it works. Like, it's got to be something big. It's got to be something that means a lot. And I think to some extent, we all kind of see ourselves going that way, but it's probably not going to happen. It's really probably not going to happen. I'm, there, there are so many untold tales of heroism out there that nobody else even knows about. They don't write books about them. They don't make movies about them. It's just another ordinary person dying. And I don't know what you believe about that. You know, merging back into the universe. Maybe there's nothing after we die. I have no idea. I haven't been there. But I do think that when I go, it's not going to be that big of a deal. The people who love me and know me, the lives I've impacted, they'll, they'll be sad and they'll miss me. But they'll go on with their lives. And... They'll think about me less and less, and eventually they'll go long periods of time without thinking about me. And then the people that I know, they'll die too. And before long, a very short span of time, when you look at like the history of reality, in, that, in a very short span of time, nobody will remember I ever existed. And that's fine. Because their memory of me is not doing shit for me. It doesn't matter. It means nothing. And that's one of the most important reasons we want to stop being the main character is because we are, we are investing so much time and energy into stuff that really doesn't matter. And so focusing on the fact, being aware of the fact that you're going to die is, is, is a great way to do that. You know, there's a whole practice associated with it called memento mori. That's how I end my newsletter every single week. I end my newsletter with a reminder that you're going to die because it's that important. It's that important to remember that this all ends. What you do right now matters, but it's not near as epic as an, and important as your brain tells you it is. So that's three ways. You can escape being the main character. Learn to meditate. Invest in other people. Put yourself in their shoes and remember that you're going to die. Those three things right there will start to chip away at that ego story that you are so important and so amazing and so special. And now to contradict myself, I want to be clear. You are important and amazing and special, but you are those things in your ordinariness. You are those things just because you're a human that was bestowed upon you. You're no more special than anybody else. You are super special, but you can't really access that or embrace it or do anything with it as long as you're trying to be somebody else, as long as you're trying to be the main character in a story that does not exist. So take the time to invest in these things and stop being the main character and see what kind of freedom that brings you. So I know a lot of this is counter to what we hear. Uh, I see it on social media a lot. I see it everywhere. Just we live in a world that is telling us we are so important 
and that we need to think about ourselves more and that we need to have boundaries and we need to focus on our journey and we need to focus on our path and our problems and our hopes and our dreams. And that is such a ridiculous way to live your life. And it is the path of suffering. I guarantee you that's the path of suffering. And so in the next episode, we are going to talk about simply thinking of yourself less, not focusing so much time and attention and energy on yourself and your problems and your thoughts and your anxiety and your depression and your fear and your hopes and your dreams. That was, I was going to make it part of this as one of the ways to, you know, escape being the main character. But the more I thought about it, I just, I just realized like that, that's a whole episode in itself. And so that's what we're going to look at next time. I don't know when that'll be. It's going to be whenever I feel like it. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this. Take some time over the coming weeks and months to deconstruct the idea that you're the main character. Learn to watch your mind. Learn to put yourself in other people's shoes. Learn to recognize the fact that you're mortal and this all ends and that you're one of billions that's come and gone on this planet. may not seem like it, but I think it's going to give you some freedom. It's going to free you from caring what other people think. It's going to free you from living your life in a prescribed way. And you can start to respond to the things coming at you instead of reacting to them as the main character would. That's part of the problem with being the main character. When you're tied up to a character, you don't really have a say in what you do. Give it a shot and see how it works out. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening.